Welcome to the Live Your Purpose podcast. This show is created to help overwhelmed moms rediscover peace and purpose in their everyday lives. Hey friends, welcome to the show. So of course, as always, I'm really excited about this episode because it's something that affects my life and the life of, I've noticed a lot of my friends, we just don't really talk about it. And so on Instagram a few weeks ago, I asked, I had a poll to see how many people wanted this social media Christianity podcast episode versus another one, which we'll talk about in a few weeks. But social media Christianity won by a narrow margin. This is the one you guys wanted to hear first. And so I'm really excited about this one, but please know that as I go throughout this episode, I am saying all of this in empathy and not in judgment because this is something that I deal with all the time. I dealt with for the most of 2017. Um, And so I'm really excited to encourage you in your social media usage and how it relates to your relationship with the Lord. So please know as I'm saying this, I'm not trying to hit a hot spot. I'm not saying it in judgment. I'm saying it with encouragement and um, hopefully to help you just take a step back and see how you're using social media. So let me ask this. Raise your hand if you check social media before you get out of bed in the morning. I know I totally do. Raise your hand if you check social media before you read your Bible for the day. I know I totally do. Call me a millennial. So, yes, my hand is up for both. And now, like I said, follow me closely because I'm not saying this in judgment. And because of that, I don't want anything to be misconstrued or misunderstood. My intent is to not offend you in any way, but just to help you take a step back. I'm not saying that social media is a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. I think there is a great purpose for it, but I just want you to be more aware of how you're using it. Um, So let me ask this. Why are we so obsessed with spending time on social media. Why are we wasting time of our life that we'll never get back on something that is not eternally significant? Meanwhile, we're not using that same time that we could to be furthering our purpose for the Lord and the Lord's kingdom. So here's an example for you. When I was growing up, the Osbournes TV show was on MTV and I was obsessed I was fascinated by this family that was just so polar opposite from mine in like language and their accent and their appearance and their history and their affection towards each other. I was flabbergasted that children talk to their parents this way and that parents talk to their children this way. And I was just also amazed by how many dogs you could put in one house. Like I could not turn off the TV. And I remember one day, I was watching TV in the living room and my dad came walking through while the Osbournes, I'm sure, were yelling like an endless strand of swear words at each other. And my dad stopped and looked at me and said, Kristen, just remember, this is a time of your life that you will never get back. And he just walked away. And yes, I was so fascinated. and I was appalled, but it didn't bring any value to my life. It wasn't, my life wasn't any better for having spent time watching that TV show. And with 
every episode, I just got sucked into this mindlessness TV show. And by the end of it, 30 minutes of my life had been completely wasted, filling my mind with things that were not of the Lord, that were completely worthless, like we talked about in um, the last episode, but I just couldn't turn away from it. And y'all, only recently have I realized that this is how I use social media. Now, I've always known that I use social media to fill time, like if I'm waiting on a friend or waiting at a stoplight, whatever the case may be, scrolling through during commercial breaks, whatever. But it wasn't until I realized that I was dealing with some insecurity issues that a lot of it was rooted in my activities on social media, on the messages that my mind was absorbing that were being sent on social media telling me that I wasn't enough. Unrealistic perfectionism is promoted on social media and it's hard to practice the discernment when our minds are flooded with pictures of perfect bodies, perfect houses, clean houses, perfect cars, perfect children, and perfect plates of food. Like why that even exists, I don't know, but I'm guilty of that as well. And we unknowingly play the comparison game and begin to wish that we had more perfect in our lives and realizing how completely unperfect our life feels. And friends, if this is you, and this is definitely me, I believe that we are opening the door for Satan's lies for him to plant and grow those lies, starting with our minds, and then they take root in our heart. So here's the thing. There will always be distractions in life. And we know that from scripture that the agenda of the enemy is to steal, kill, and destroy, as it says in John 10, 10, as a result of Satan's agenda to steal from us, the enemy knows that if we can waste time on something that's worthless, not necessarily bad, but just worthless, then our purpose will never be realized and then our destiny will be stopped. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this topic is because that's what I dealt with for a lot of 2017. For a lot of the year, I was filling my life with a lot of good, but a lot of it was worthless. And I could have been so much more powerful. 2017 could have been so much better for my life, for the life of my family, for the lives of other people in God's kingdom, had I just used my time better, had I just used it much more wisely, had I used the discernment that, you know what, I am, God made me the way that I am and I am perfect the way that I am. So I'm not even going to worry about what that girl's body looks like a month after having kids. Or I'm not even going to worry about what this person's eating or whatever used to control my thoughts. It was all worthless. And so... If the enemy can get control of your mind and convince you that you're too bad, that you're not good enough, that you are worthless, then he has already set up a stronghold in your mind. And remember, once something is planted in your mind, then it soon gets, it takes root in your heart. If anything you watch or you see makes you feel inferior or less than the perfect child of God that you are, then those thoughts are how Satan can easily take over your mind and plant the seeds of lies in our hearts. And like weeds, these lies grow faster than we can maintain them on our own. We need God's truth to be planted even deeper in our hearts than the lies that have already taken root. 
So if you find yourself in a state of comparison with the perfect people on social media who, of course, are not perfect, then that comparison steals the joy that God wants us to feel about who we are in him. Not necessarily who I am away from him, because I don't want to be that person. I want to be me in him. And I want to find joy in who I am in him. So why am I worried about what she's doing? Why am I worried about what he's doing? Why am I worried about how much money they're making or where they live or how clean their house is? I shouldn't have to. And as a side note, and I think I may do an entire episode on this, don't try to compare yourself to others because their story isn't your story. Their purpose is not your purpose. Their past isn't yours. Their future isn't your future. Their present day isn't your present day. Everyone has ups and downs. God is getting them ready for their purpose as much as he's getting you ready for your purpose. And you know what? If they have turned towards what's worthless and strayed from the path of his commands and have worried about other things and have climbed the wrong ladder to go up, up, up in society, That ladder probably doesn't matter. So why would we even want to follow what they're doing? Why would we not want to just stay on the path of the commands that the Lord has directed for us? Like, we don't want to be them anyway. So here's the thing. Our mind is a battlefield. And these are things that we, as women, worry about for ourselves. We worry about about them for our children. And our minds are battlefields, and Satan's primary way of initiating his evil plan for us is through our thoughts, because he can't be more clever than that. He can't be more creative, but our thoughts control a lot of things about us. And if we feel like we have no power over our thoughts, then Satan can entrap us and he can defeat us. Instead, what we can do is take back power over our thoughts And we can be just determined to think in godly ways and remind ourselves of the truth. God has given us the power to decide to choose the right way of thinking over the wrong way of thinking and to choose to believe his truth. But once once we make that choice, we have to continue to believe those truths. We have to completely rewire our brain. We have to no longer hold on to what is in the past Focus on the one thing. We talked about that last week. The one thing is to not hold on to the past, but to push forward in our future. Our minds have a million things fighting for it all the time. We're constantly, people are, people and messages are constantly fighting for our attention. And the way people actually make money, the way businesses make money is to make you feel like you're not currently good enough, but you just would be good enough if you had their product. And so the same thing with your Facebook, with your Snapchat, with your Instagram, your Pinterest, your Twitter feeds, flooding your mind with perfection or pulling your mind in different directions, even if it's not perfection, if it's not filling it with part of the holy truth and part of something that will build you up as a person and build you up, it builds your future up for the kingdom of the Lord. When you look to those sources apart from the Lord's truth, it gets hard to recall the Lord's truth if you haven't completely rewired your mind and retrained the the way you think to just immediately recall the Lord's truth so that you don't get sucked back in to the way you used to think. 
And so I'll go deeper into this on the next episode because on the next episode, we'll talk about using social media with with discernment. So these lies of perfection will someday not affect you anymore. So stay tuned for that. But choosing to believe the truth is not a one and done decision. It does get easier with time. Again, as we retrain our brains, as we fill our lives, as we fill our heart with Bible, with prayer, praise, worship, fellowship, become in a strong community of believers, it is easier for us to fight these thoughts, but they will still happen because social media is inevitable. Messages of the world are inevitable. Messages telling you that you're not good enough, you need this product, are inevitable. We can only control what we can control and we can control our thoughts. And we can always choose to turn back to the truth choose to turn back to the Lord's word. God's word is filled with truth and power that will tear down these strongholds that Satan has built in our minds and have taken over our hearts, but we have to retrain our brains to where we immediately turn to the truth of the Lord and not step back to the way we used to think in the past. You cannot be free unless you know what the weapons of warfare are available to you and how you can actually use them and friends. Things like worship music, that's a weapon that you can use against the thoughts of Satan, against these lies of Satan. Worship, prayer, the truth laid out in the Bible, seek counseling from a mentor or a pastor at church, be in a strong community. All of these things will grow you as a person so that you can then combat all of these negative thoughts that Satan is planting in your head and in your hearts. And so that you can be a stronger person for yourself, for your family, for your spouse, for your friends, and ultimately for other believers that need Jesus. So we need to choose our thoughts very carefully. We can think about what's wrong with our lives, or we can choose to think about what's right with them. We can focus on, I always say this, but I love it. We can focus on what's noble, what's right, what's pure, what's lovely, what's admirable, what's excellent and praiseworthy. And when you do that, your life will be so much happier and so much more peaceful. And so I, I know I do use that verse a lot, but it's something that we need to be reminded of until those are the thoughts that become the automatic thoughts that come into our mind rather than thoughts of being insignificant and inferior and I'm never going to be good enough because my body doesn't look like hers and because I don't have that much money yet, you know, whatever is holding you back. Those are silly. We can allow our thoughts to dwell on what we haven't done or how spiritual we ought to be after, you know, all of these years in our Christian faith. But if we focus on what we're not or what we haven't accomplished, we are allowing Satan to take advances on the battlefields of our minds. But y'all, if we just turn from what's worthless, if we turn towards the truth, and if we say, yes, maybe I, 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 Kristen, should have used 2017 in a much better way. But the fact is the page has turned. God's grace is new each morning. The joy comes with every morning. And now I'm turning and focusing towards the truth, focusing on what is eternally significant rather than what's temporary and of this world. And that changes how our priorities, how we see our priorities in ourselves and our families, how we use our time, how we raise our children, how we love on our spouses you name it, that changes everything. So I keep going back to this term eternally significant. 
At the church that I attend, the lead pastor's wife holds a class for moms to give us tools and direction and, and encouragement during this tough but super important time in our lives. And one of the things that has stuck out to me the most in this class, and I put it into practice almost every day, is that if it's not eternally significant, don't worry about it. If it's eternally significant, that's how we need to filter everything in our lives. But especially our internal reactions to something like social media. Because social media can be a great tool to love on people, to spread ideas, to spread encouragement, but it has a terrible way of taking over our minds and our hearts and our schedules. And it becomes a terrible way of filling our minds with worthless junk. So last week's verse was out of Psalms and it says to turn our eyes away from what's worthless um, and to be directed in the path of the Lord's commands. So this week I want to add to that Proverbs twenty three nineteen, which says, my child, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. So think about that, not the wrong course, but the course that is laid out for you by your creator. The one who knew this day before you were even born. The one who anticipated a need in the world and created you to fill it. Think about that for a second. God began doing a good work in you, and I am sure he will continue until it is finished when Jesus Christ comes again. But he needs your obedience. He needs your obedience. He needs your time. He needs your attention. And he can't very well use your life when you're just scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or watching some crazy videos on YouTube or the Osbournes like like I used to. There is a purpose and a time for social media. Yes, absolutely. My family would eat the same like boring meals if it wasn't for Pinterest. Facebook makes it super easy to keep in touch with my friends from long ago that still mean a lot to me. It's just a whole lot harder now with busy lives to keep in touch. But here's the thing. Don't pay attention to the worthless stuff that these things also bring because every day we are gambling away our future with the notion that we still have lots of time left and we're being distracted by unimportant things like social media, television, games, text messages. Y'all, the list can go on and on and on. So today I want you to take a look at what you are investing your time and your attention in and ask yourself, what should I do right now for God's kingdom that I am unintentionally putting off by wasting time? It can be on social media. It can be however you like to waste time. That could be different for anyone. For me specifically, it definitely is social media. Again, call me a millennial. But once you've identified it, simply make the decision to not put it off anymore. Just redeem your time. Even though the calendar year has already changed, that's okay. God's grace is new every morning. The joy comes with the morning. Make a new change right now. And that's all you have to do. Just take a step forward. That's all you have to do. Don't hold on to the things of the past. Just keep pressing forward and run. So we are easily distracted by a world that completely fills our, fills our mind with things to do and places to go and these amazing things to see. And yes, some of that may be true. But with all of all of these different messages being sent in our minds, that's why it's so challenging to hear this small voice of God when we are surrounded by so many bright and shiny distractions and so many convincing advertisements and so many buttons to push and, and screens to swipe and posts to like and love and messages you have to, you know, reply to and, and posts you have to comment on. 
And so it's so easy to lose time and even your security and your identity in Christ when you spend so much time with such worthless distractions. So I, and I know you feel me on this. So if you are like me, there have been times when I have picked up my phone, even while recording this episode, I picked up my phone and I turn on or, or I turn on the television and I plan on spending just a few minutes, you know, in front of either screen. And then once I finally pick my head back up, I'm totally shocked by how much time has completely slipped by. But here's another verse for you. So Psalms 39, four says, Lord, remind me of how, of how brief my time is here on earth. Remind me that my days are numbered and how fleeting my life is. Too many times I've finally gotten myself to shut off the phone or the TV, wishing that I had spent my time differently. But I have never regretted a single second that I have spent in the presence of Jesus, reading and absorbing and just meditating in his truth. And so this has been one of my goals going from 2017 to 2018 is just to be more present and to be more intentional in my use of time. I want to be more present in the moment and enjoy little things like just watching my son play and just listening to him pretend and not just say, okay, so he's playing over there. I've got nothing to do. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to scroll or I've got laundry to do and I don't want to do it. I'm just going to scroll on Facebook. It'll just, you know, don't worry about all that. Don't worry about that. I'm good here. Kind of turns my mind off. But instead I'm going to start like just listening to my favorite song or just sitting in the silence or just, just worshiping something that builds me as a person for the kingdom of the Lord or builds my relationship directly with the Lord, like reading the Bible. And I want to be more intentional on how I use my time. We only have a limited number of days and we don't know what that limit is. And so I want to spend every moment I can doing something that adds value to my life or to the lives of others. But do not misunderstand me here. This does not mean that I want to constantly be busy at all. But adding moments of intentional rest to my schedule and to just rest in the strength of the Lord will really revive your spirit, revive your heart, revive your faith, rather than just scrolling mindlessly, scrolling on social media. So be much more intentional and be present because really those things go together. And so today I want you to choose to spend time with the one who will bring you more joy and peace than anything else in the world. And that's Jesus. Every time we make a choice to follow God's way, what we are doing is obeying his will for our lives. And that in turn frees us, frees up more time for us to accomplish things that he has laid out for him. We can actually do more for the kingdom when we don't have to just keep cleaning up the messes of our poor choices of paying attention to what's worthless. When we are much more intentional with how we use our time, we can actually do a lot more that is much more fulfilling and adds more value to our lives, to the lives of others, and in God's kingdom. So why are we spending so much time on social media? Again, I'm talking to myself here. I'm not saying that in judgment at all. So another verse that really kind of convicts me of this is Colossians 3.17. It says, everything you do should be done to obey Jesus your Lord. And in all you do, give thanks to God the Father through Jesus. So when I was thinking about this, I thought, well, (laughs) most of the time, I can't really give thanks to Jesus for my mindless scrolling on social media. So why am I doing it? Now, there are times whenever, you know, I've learned about a friend's need and I've been able, I've been so thankful that I saw this post on Facebook or whatever, because then I can pray for her. I can, 
help her in whatever in whatever way she needs help or whatever the case may be. So I'm not saying all social media usage is bad. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if I can't say thank you, Lord, for <laughs> for the way I'm using this social media, then I shouldn't be using it that way. Why are we doing it? If it doesn't benefit your life, if it doesn't add value to your life or the lives of others for the kingdom of the Lord, then it's just another episode of the Osbournes where it's just mind-numbing entertainment that when you wake up 30 minutes later, you didn't realize how much time you had wasted, how much time had passed. So why are we doing it? Why are we spending our time this way? So join me this year in being more intentional in how we use our time, especially on social media, and in turn, being more intentional in how we use our time for Jesus and how we are able to be more present for our families. I want you to be a present mom, a present wife, a present sister and friend and daughter to create memories with your friends and family that will outlive you. I want you to invest your time into strong godly foundations for your family by making your family go to church together, maybe watch family move to get movie together, have dinner around the table together, no devices, and in, just invest some time in listening to the ones you love because one day you will want them to recall these memories with you and not say, well, you know, my mom was there, but I mean, she just was always like scrolling on Facebook, you know, or, or whatever. She always had her phone in her hand. It always seemed like she was too busy for me. That breaks my heart if I think about my son thinking that because I do love watching him play. And, you know, I think if I keep this up when he's six or seven years old and I'm still just like scrolling on Facebook or whatever, I don't want him to like tell his friends or tell his teacher, well, I was going to ask my mom, but she was on her phone. I don't want that to be the case. I don't, uh, something has to change. I know definitely in my heart, something has to change. And so another verse for you is out of Matthew 6, 21. It says, for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And so where's your treasure? Where do you want your heart to be? Because I guarantee you it's not on social media unless you can truly glorify the Lord in the way you're doing it. So think about that. Whenever you catch yourself just mindlessly scrolling, even if it's just to fill time, think about how you can glorify the Lord. If you're sitting at a stoplight, you can pray instead. You can put on worship music. Maybe you can call a friend and catch up and see how they're doing. Ask the Lord that if there's someone at your destination, wherever you're driving to, if there's someone who needs the Lord and a blessing from the Lord, ask the Lord for your eyes to be open so that you can bless that person. There's a lot of things you can do rather than just mindlessly scroll on social media because this is time of our lives that we'll never get back. So let me just pray for us for a few seconds. Lord, thank you so much for my sweet friends today who have invested their time in me, but really in your word. And Lord, I just pray that they hear your sweet truth being spoken through my voice. And Lord, I just pray that you help them to focus and redeem their time, their time of their life that they feel like they may never get back. But Lord, help them to just turn the page and push forward and to just start new habits and to turn from what is worthless and to just be much more mindful and be much more present in the blessings that you have already given them so that they can just revel in those blessings and become blessings to others. And Lord, I pray that you gently um, but widely open our eyes to where we can see how we use our time every day to see how we're using it on may maybe what's important or maybe what's not so important, but that we 
from today, we'll start turning our eyes, turning our schedules, our to-do list, our thoughts, our time management towards you so that we in turn can be better moms, better wives, better daughters of you, but daughters of our earthly parents, um, friends and sisters, and every other relationship that we're trying to balance all at one time, Lord. I just pray that in all of those things and all of the messages that are constantly vying for our attention, Lord, that you just help us to focus on your truth and to always go back to what your truth says um, and help us to spend time, spend more time with you so that your truth just takes even a deeper root than the lies that Satan is trying to plant so that anytime we feel our minds going back to the way we used to think that we can just automatically think and recall these verses of the truth in you so that Lord, you can help us live the purpose of the life of our lives that you have created for us. Lord, you saw, you anticipated a need in this world and God, you created me to fill that. And so please, please, please help me stay, help me keep my eyes focused on you and stay on the path that you've laid out in front of me so that I can fulfill that purpose because obviously you needed me. Obviously you need these listeners as well. And please help just keep their eyes focused on what's ahead of them. I'm focused on you, Lord. We thank you so much for everything that you've done for us, everything that you will be doing, even if it's hard to see sometimes, even if it's hard to see right now. Lord, just open our eyes and our hearts to your blessings and everything that you're doing for us. And thank you for whatever role we play in that as well. And just please help us to not be hindered and please help us to turn from what is worthless. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Friends, thank you so much for your time today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, you can get the show notes at kristenlee.tv. And in order to get this podcast easily found by other overwhelmed moms, I would really appreciate it if you took a quick second to rate this podcast on iTunes and share it on social media. Ooh, going back to social media. This is really huge in terms of me helping other women know that they're not alone and encouraging them to live their purpose. And finally, if you want to catch the next episode, just be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and it downloads right to your phone whenever it's ready. So until next time, just know that you are loved, you are not alone, 